Welcome to Eat Sleep Run Repeat, episode 16, the average running podcast for average runners. Three of us in the house tonight. Uh, maybe a couple jumping in, but probably not. Only the hardcore again. Uh, Mr. Nathan Barden. Evening. Yes. Steve Sparling and myself, Woolly. We've all had a pretty good week. I've, you know, I've been checking everyone's Strava. How is all going? Pretty good. Yeah, glad to be recovering today. Nice uh, rest day today. Yeah, same. Much needed. Yep, same here. Yeah. Mine says we rest all. or gym, but I might just have a rest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually enjoyed last week's running schedule. Eh? It was a kind of a good week with a bit of a mixed bag of distances and stuff. But yeah, overall, it was a really good fun week. You had a, you had a really big week. Yeah. Yeah. How many cases did you um, I think on Strava it says you guys can only see 87, but I got 89.8, I think. That's the, is that Monday to Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There was a run that I run to school because my car was getting serviced. I had to run to school and pick Emma up and we walked home. But I didn't log, but you can't see that because it was just a privacy thing. But yeah, but the actual running, running, because that was only a run to school and a walk home. I didn't log it as a run. Um, yeah, pretty big, pretty big week for me. That's probably the biggest in a while, I reckon. You might as well go for it, mate. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Oh well, I haven't even got prepared for that, but yeah, I think I think most of the week, um, I did I did some uh, hill repeats around the house. So basically, a loop around the block and then up and down the hills. On the think on the Tuesday, it's a, it, was, it was only a seven or eight k run, but it was um uh, trying to get a bit of elevation and and all I did is pushed hard without sort of uh, backing off on pace. So running the hills instead of like going slack up the hills, I just kept try to keep constant pace. So that was a pretty cool run because I, I think I kept it at about 4.56 pace. That was a kind of a good run. Um, um, it's good, good just to run hills. Normally when we run hills, we sort of back off a bit, but just trying to maintain that constant pace and then not going too hard on the downhill, but just trying to maintain something the whole way was pretty cool. Um, hang on a sec. I'll just try to find my money running. I was a bit, bit ill prepared. You're all good. Uh, yeah, running up hills, I always find like if you're doing like a, a hilly sort of loop that you're trying to run a constant pace on, it's kind of hard because you push on the uphill. Yeah, and yeah. you've got to remember to back it off, and then you you end up just gaining momentum. Yeah, so it was just a constant pace run, seven k's, as four fifty eight pace, um, and I think the elevation was only 72 meters, but all I was doing is a flat loop and then up a hill and down a hill and then back around again. So yeah, it's, it's, it, all I was doing was trying to maintain a pace. Um, there's a few easier runs, had a car service over at North Lake. So it's about eight and a half K's away from my way, the long way. So I think a direct route would have been about three. <laughs> so yeah, as you do, you drop the car off and run home the long way just to get a few extra K's. Um, I did an easy 45-minute recovery run from last weekend. Um, basically, just to sort of get the legs moving again after our big run last Sunday, Steve. That was Monday. So we, I think you did 34 or 35K. I did 28. And so yeah. on the Monday, I just did an easy recovery just to turn the legs over, just to get the week started. So that's how my week started, just an easy recovery run, trying to keep the HR low. End up being quite good. Um, 
And then basically through the week, I did a, I think one of the episodes, you did a Steve special, must be in a second or third episode up at the dam, up at McGavin's view. You went up there and. Yeah, yeah. To, I got yeah, I just kind of run out of track and had to turn around. Yeah, and you did a Steve special and slipped on the gate and fell Jumped over, over the and gate and corked me leg. your whole day. I remember you saying you went to <laughs> yeah. go, after that, you went to go to Bullockies and you just went, oh, bugger this. I felt like crap after that. So I just went home. Yeah um matt flannery on that run last sunday two sundays ago we bloody um had a chat and he said yeah just go up there and he said that there's a gate just jump it and then you just follow your nose is there's no real sort of direct pathway but if you just follow your nose along the grass section you'll come out on the trails which is the fire trails for the obviously seq water uh, and yeah. um that gate was open so I, there was no chance of me doing a steve special over that i just run straight through it but it was holding a lot of water, eh? That was a few yeah. days after no rain, but the, um, where they'd pretty, run. It's pretty thick bush too, isn't it? Like there's trees it is. and yeah. yeah. But on the on the on the maps, it looks like it's a fire trail with a dirt track, but it was just bloody slash grass, really. Like I, I don't think anyone runs there, so it's um, yeah, it's all overgrown. But the trail, I was more going there just to find a bit of hills and stuff. Um, just to get a bit of hills in my legs. But yeah, it ended up being a good run. It was very wet. I said to Matt on the weekend that where they've slashed at the tractor tires, you know, the tread on the tractor tires, that where they're just going up and down the hills slashing it, they were just full of water. So as I'm running yeah. the whole time, I was just constantly from 1K in, I had wet wet shoes. Um, I actually stopped the halfway and took my shoes off and squeezed the socks out. Um, Did you trek have back. trail shoes on? Yeah. I didn't wear me. I didn't wear my normal ones. I thought I'd wear because we had a run coming up on the weekend. I wanted to make sure they were dry. I wore another set that I don't really like because the inner soles slip every now and then. But I think I sussed out the problem. I think the inner soles. Change your insoles through from your good shoes to the crap ones you. I know exactly. That's what I was thinking. But yeah, I think I sorted out the original ones. Um, you know how they kind of feel like they crunch up behind your toes so as you're going down hills. Your feet, uh, I'm not sure if the inner sole slips back or forwards, but it feels like your inner sole is crunched up behind your toe. I think you said that on the weekend, Nathan. And it feels like you're like grabbing it with your toes. You know, that oh, feeling? no, that was when I had to actually grab, I had to actually pull my toes in when I was using wearing those Solomon on the BTM because yeah. I was sliding and my feet were bashing the front of my, bashing the front yeah, of the yeah, shoe. Yeah. So I was, I was so painful. I actually was crawling my toes back so i wouldn't bash them <laughs> yeah so you're breaking you're breaking and you're trying to sort of grip inside your inside yeah. your shoe you know what i mean that's the same they must feeling be really thin, are they they really thin. I, I, I think so but i think they were too far forward so all i did is pull them back so then i put my my hand inside so that they were flush with the very front of the shoe so it almost yeah. looked like they were 10 mil too far back does that make sense some shoes like i have to say that like, you pay like two like hawkers some of the top ones are 280 bucks yeah. and they ha i don't i have to say hawker anyone who works for hawker is listening give us some free shoes <laughs> oh yeah give us some free shoes yeah. sort your insoles out they i've got to say they the, the asics have the best insoles for me and yeah. adidas adidas nike are always pretty good as well but yeah. hawker are absolutely terrible i've i change all of mine so what um, are you throwing instead what are you throwing instead like of that I've got like a, um, you know, said like a support insole that I bought 
Um, and yep. the thing is, you have to be careful they don't get too thick because they only give you a fairly thin insole. And then you go and buy one of these ones from, you know, like you can actually get some really good ones in um, Revel do some or go to a chemist warehouse. They've got some really good uh, yeah, yeah, insoles. Yeah. And they're pretty sturdy. We've got to make sure they're not too thick because because they get too thick, that actually makes you like the shoe and then a bit smaller. And then you've got other, other issues, which I've I've found. But they're just like, um, yeah, just a, a support, uh, like a support one. I'll find out. I'll get them in, I'll, in a minute. Um, and I decided to put those in after Steve and I did that Glasshouse Mountains 30K trail run when my... Yep. Um, plantar fascia started hurting and that video is on uh, youtube nathan barden type one fitness so you can you watch uh, us on there that's where steve did the first steve special oh, that was when i started yeah uh, that was a cracker and, he invented uh, the steve special in yeah. right in front of me in the clay <laughs> mud it was hot wallop um and i just put them in from there and they said to help i just needed something a little bit more support um yeah i think i I think i nutted it out anyway i think the inner sole was maybe too far forward so i bought a back so it's flush with the front of the shoe instead of being a little bit of a ridge at the front and back and after after i screwed my socks out and got the water out i run back to the beginning and i didn't have any issues it's the same hills it's just the reverse same wetness yeah but after that it seemed to be fine so I think I've invigorated my other set of trail shoes as a second pair again because I've sort of got that was only 11 and a half k's and 328 meters of elevation. So there's a, a few really steep inclines there, but most of it was just rolling hills. But obviously, it follows um, the power lines that go from the main, I don't know where they start. They must, you know, the main power, Steve, like yeah, the power lines yep. that you see you go through, bloody Bullocky's Rest over at Forgans. They go all the way across and now it's a Debra and then they keep going out to the back of Caboolture. If you look at it on a map, it just keeps going. So obviously it's a main power supply. So how how far yeah. around the dam did you get? Um, or did you just think I've got to turn around and come back? Oh, it got to the end. It goes out the back of um, the quarry there, the uh, up Debra Road. Um, come across a barbed wire fence where I thought I'd better not go in there because it was kind of oh yeah okay. What's the brand? What's the brand name? They're, they're called Orthocare. Okay. okay, and um, is that Chemist Warehouse? There. Yeah, black and and red, and they're just they're not too thick. Are they silicon or something? Yeah, that stops you sliding, mate. That on the bottom, that stop that'll stop that. And it's got little holes in it to sort of obviously help breathe. What I'm going to yeah, do yeah. in the um, the Brisbane Trail Ultra is actually take a, another pair of insoles, dry it with socks. So if you get wet shoes and you're like, shit, it's like I'm only a few K in, mm. actually changing your insoles and changing your socks can make a make a big difference because the heat from your feet and it might dry the shoe out as well, but at least the, the rest of your foot will be, be dry. So mm. uh, you won't get like obviously long, you know, you're doing like 30, 40 K can really play havoc havoc on your on your feet so i'm going to do that but these are really good they're really good support yeah. and you'll see there's a mark there that's where the um podiatrist actually we tried a little bit of extra foam yeah, yeah, yeah. to give that planter arch support but i didn't need it it was actually um, yeah it was more that was, than I needed to that was prior to the uh, noosa ultra right yeah yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're good support there so i use those in the noosa ultra 50k no problem so I'm just going to transfer those over. If I change shoes in the race, I'll just transfer these over. Yeah, cool. 
I'll get back to that, Steve. Yeah, I just run out to the back of Ready Mix. I took a photo, so basically you can see the where they excavate to um, for the for the quarry. Um, yeah, took turned around, just went back basically the same way with a few little bit of different trail, but basically basically the same track in and out. Ends up being about eleven and a half k. So there's 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 plenty of other trails you can. I just did the the same route in and out, but there's if you look on the map, you can also go like um there's a few other. I reckon you could probably get eighteen to twenty k's out there of hills. Um, I'll, I'll probably go for another explore, but I was a little bit disappointed it wasn't dirt. But in the same sense, it was uh, hills. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I have to get yeah. out there with you when you next time you go, I'll head out there. Yeah, yeah. So then after that, I just did a, another easy. 45 minute HR run the next day just to cruise along. A few people commented. Um, I think Glenn that we run on the weekend said, Yeah, really low HR. The, the pace I was doing, it was like 514 pace. And I think my average heart rate was only 130. So not too bad. Shit. Feel, feel like I'm getting quite fit. Yeah. And then on that was, so that was Friday. And then on Saturday, me, Nathan, and CJ, we, um, did our trek to health run um the event got cancelled but we decided to go through it donate the money anyway and and um push through and do the run together so 96 k's between us 32 kilometers each which would have been four 8k laps around Inogra, um to raise money for trek to health which is the um uh, the mental health for returning service men and frontline women and men um basically to help uh, raise money for them to get the doctors to go see them instead of uh, it's pretty, pretty bad stats. Like I know Nathan's mentioned that once before, I think 49 people died in combat in Afghanistan war, but since they come home over 1100 people have committed suicide. So it's a huge amount of people that have died um, from, from war really. So basically this is going to get, the ball rolling to get doctors to go see them before they get to the state. Because basically, I don't, I don't know about you guys, but we just don't go to the doctors enough. I don't think. Yeah. Um, we sort of too scared to ask uh, for help. Yeah, but even just general stuff like colds and flus, we sort of self-diagnose and do whatever you got to do instead of going and see something, yeah. someone. So Look to Google. I'll yeah, put the then, I'll put the link to that charity in the um in the show notes. So if you want to look it up, you can. Yeah read all about it well, like we, send, we tend to over, sort of yeah. like send people away to war and then like yeah thank you very much for that and then that's it kind of forgotten yeah. about eh? yeah it's a it's a it's a massive percentage of people instead of dying there they, they're dying here because they they're too i don't know isolated they, they feel worried or whatever about seeing someone and then yeah they take their own lives it's so it's a huge number but um so yeah we did that it was a 32k run we did it i think it was at three hour 59th roughly i think uh, where on. did you do Actually, that was that at banya yeah so, yeah banya forest yeah, yeah we just tough. we just cruised around a whole heap of nathan plugged out a map we sort of followed and um and then after that map was it was about 22ks or something and then after that three we hours just 47 uh moving time yeah and then after that we just run a heap of bloody mountain bike tracks which is pretty cool. There's a lot of fast. Yeah, you got speed up. It actually, was help run your legs out a bit doing some of those faster downhill. Yeah, that was good, eh? Kind of, um, yeah, my Strava is well off again. My watch is well off, saying 
1147 meters of elevation but you boys were like four meters apart weren't you yeah it's like 788 and 784 or five yeah something like that which is good a bit good amount of elevation for the distance and then on sunday we did the podcast run i ended up with about 87 k's for the week so feeling like i'm going to try and build on that i had a rest day today but i'm going to try and do a few bigger runs um between now and next sunday so that's me awesome what about you nate um so let's just go here on the rested monday Tuesday morning, I got up and put the weighted vest on. I haven't actually weighed how much it is, but I reckon it's probably about uh, five kilos, which is enough to feel it. And I did a um, three, Tuesday morning, did a three kilometer walk on the treadmill at a 10% incline. And that took 30 minutes. So you're only 10 uh, minutes per K, but it's pretty, um, just to get some, sort of leg work, walking leg work in. Then in the evening, uh, um, I did just over 10K at uh, 5.23 a K on trails. So, um, Lauren. 50, yeah. <laughs> well, what, what happened? No, I think on the trail, so I went on the road. I went out on the road with the headlamp on, but um, I got spooked a couple of times by bats and uh, then there were some kangaroos and then deer. So I saw the whole lot. The whole shebang um, out on the um, out on the road, and uh, if it's, I just end up ten, turn into a tempo session, I'd like do one running one, scared. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I do one yeah. one um, one k fast and slow it down a bit, and do another k. I just just felt good, so I yeah. just thought I'd just give legs a stretch out. Wednesday night I went for eleven k loop trail, um, just six minutes twelve a k, but. Uh, a bit of elevation it's not showing but a bit of elevation there and then two days rest knowing that the 32k was coming up i just um changed a few things up tried different foods um and uh, i know some people say that oh they don't eat before they go for a run because they don't want to get a stitch or but when you're doing ultras you have to learn to eat and run um and you get used to not getting a stitch because you're eating a small amount often so um there was one point when we stopped at the cars at 20k to refuel and uh steve steve goes to me he goes oh oh are we gonna go he goes oh sorry to interrupt your lunch and oh i was just like eating i think i had a jammy dodger in my mouth then i had a banana in my hand and another cookie i was getting i think every time i looked at him woolly he was like eating he had like we were just joking but i reckon he had six cookies he had a banana he had gels he had bloody I don't know what else. There's a bar. You go, oh, this is all right. And then yeah, every time you went back you, and you, you re-topped up your hydrolyte and everything else, I don't know. Every time I looked at you, it was just eating. And you go, well, i got to do. I'm a diabetic and i got to stay yeah. fueled. <laughs> Actually interesting because my sugar started at nine and I had breakfast. Um, I had one unit of insulin, which usually for that breakfast, I'd need like five or six. And then I... I was running all that eating I was doing with the electrolyte drink and then refill, refit it, refilled it again. Um, a 500 mil. My finished, my uh, 32 k my sugar was still, and I had less, uh, nighttime insulin. So, um, before I went to bed and I should finished at nine and I was quite surprised that, um, yeah, same, how, same. Yeah. That I thought it would have been, um, higher. 
with all the amount I was eating. So, um, yeah, it, I need to, I have to, I have to eat, I have to keep eating. Um, so it's just, a, um, it's just helping me assess what I'm going to do with the strategy for the, for the big, um, for the big run coming up. It was such a good run though. I really enjoyed that. What we got about like 800 meters of elevation. Yeah. Um, I was really? a little bit disappointed in myself. I was like, oh shit, you know, my hammies were a bit sore and that was like, God, how am I going to go with, uh, you know, like three uh, and a half times that. We weren't doing and, 100K pace though. We were just... But while we were doing what... We, we, we were aiming for 32, we were yeah. 30K or even <laughs> faster. Um, yeah. I think we averaged the first 20K at about six minutes a K and then we slowed a bit. I think we were about seven minutes a K. Yeah, over. about seven minutes. Yeah. So just that was a, quite quick, yeah. Well, seven minutes a K will get you in uh, six hours for a 50K. Yeah. So um that's roughly what you I'm, did at the well Ultra. Of, yeah. Yeah. I'm well ahead of schedule for for that. So I just I don't I just gotta make sure I don't how many weeks out yeah. are you from that? Six weeks six. was six. Oh, six weeks at the weekend. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Five to go. So you mm. still got plenty of time, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to just keep building, eh? Yeah. So this Saturday I'm thinking I might go, I don't know if it might I might go out and do boundary road out and back yeah. it's like 43k just take my poles take my time don't might do that a, do you want to do you fancy doing that boundary yeah, road is that, the, is that narangba i think i need, I think no, I need no, no, boundary road oh sorry south boundary road Inogra. south boundary road which is a, is the is the dirt trail it's a fire trail oh sorry gotcha. it's, what, it's what all the old so it's what i would have run on the Brisbane trail marathon it's what the Guzzler runs on. It's what the BTU runs on. So it's all. Um, so one yeah, of the so major, one of the major trails. You can basically start at August Steve, and just keep running. South Boundary Road just keeps going. I think does it head out past Mount Nebo and heads up the back of Mount Glorious? Is that right? No, it's down the. It's south of. It's it goes south of the dam, but then it's north of um, Gold Creek Reserve. Yeah, like it sort of cuts through the two, but it's still south of Mount Nebo. But it just but keeps yeah, going. It just, it's like the it middle track across. that everything joins to. So if you just keep following it, you just go out, which is a slow climb. So if if you're going to do 42, Nath, like, like yeah. Nath said, you're pretty much climbing for 20. And on the way back, you're slow. It's down here, but you're still back. up and down, up and down, but you're going yeah, gradually yeah. downhill. Gradual incline, I'll take my yeah. poles and everything else and just pack up loads of food and put the big put the bladder in the backpack might yeah i might come in. with you that'd, that'd be a good training session i reckon after work oh, and though, i reckon I might, that's i have to carry me home <laughs> yeah so that would be about um that's i've got to do another one and a half of those sort of thing to uh for the tu so yeah then finished off with the sunday run 10 it was good to do um that 10k i was only going at five minutes 50k average so um yeah, I felt I was actually at the end there. I thought I was going slower than I was. And I looked at my watch, it's doing it saying 520, 5.30 minutes a K. And I was like, mm. oh, Jesus, this feels like this feels really slow. So, mm. and my heart rate was down at now one in the 150s. So I was like, wow, okay, that's all right. It's weird how, you, like, how some days you can, you just feel like you're cruising and you look down and you're running really quick. And then other days you yeah. can be like really working and you're, but it wasn't yeah, that quick. Slower. Okay, so I know it's five twenty, five thirty a k. But when I put it in the scheme of the distances that I'm training for, like mm. Steve, you'd look at that and go, "Oh my god, you'd be walking." Um, but I, I think about that. I'm going to be doing two, three minutes a k slower than that average mm. 
for 116k so that to think and to go oh that felt quite easy i was pretty that really was a bit of a confidence boost yeah. after the 32k the day before and that i pulled up to be able to run it okay like um, so my, i know that i'm recovering well you know yeah. so um, yeah i, I think we're all we're all sort of like getting fitter and stronger every week aren't we like i reckon so oh i forgot to add in my thursday session my thursday session was 10 push-ups 10 lap pull downs oh, yeah, yeah. in the home gym on the minute every minute for 20 minutes so that's 200 yeah. push-ups and uh 200 lap pull downs so um that's going to be my go. thursday workout from now on wow. yeah Insane, good to do a bit mate, of upper body yeah on, on sunday and abs, did some abs yeah. and stuff as well and, oh, and yeah. um, some kettlebell cool. swings and yeah. some um some some sort of like kettlebell squats and that's uh, and then i'm going to do some of those calf stuff to help with that what in, insertion tendonitis yeah we all saw we all saw woolly walking back to his car after the run on sunday and he was like yeah he's hobbling <laughs> but uh, um you and i did the 32k on saturday and I, I felt great after that run on sunday just to loosen up and i know you said you were tight too at the beginning we had a brief chat about 20 seconds into that run and, and you look great after the run. So obviously the run does help yeah. um, the next day just to loosen her. It wasn't a fast pace, you know, like you just go at whatever pace you want, but 10K is just to get everything going and just keep it going for that time. Obviously it does help. Eh? And I have to say, like I was really impressed with to see um, so many um, other people uh, at Sandgate Seafront, people walking their dogs, people busy. out running, people out so walking, busy there. cycling. It was packed. And I say, I say, well done Queenslanders yeah. for being out there on a Sunday morning. And, and it was all like age groups as well. So it wasn't like it was like loads of older people and all the youngsters were still like probably hung over or whatever, but was um, lots <laughs> yeah. of, lots of different age groups and uh, some really old, older people as well, walking their dogs, getting out there in the morning, 7am, so well done, Queensland. It was really good to see. And like running, you can, like you go down there on a Saturday or Sunday, more say Sunday because most people are doing park run, but there can be like sub elite guys running along and then they, then there'd be two women that are running like 5K at like seven minute 50 a K pace. Like they're yeah. ever, it's just all different types of abilities and people out there. It's, it's, it's just the, it's got a really good atmosphere down there. It was like being at Manly. I, I, I don't know if you guys have ever run along Manly Beach uh, promenade um, down in Sydney in the afternoons. That place is just heaving, you know, yeah. and the beach is packed as well. And I've been there for work and gone for a run. And um, yeah, it, it was just basically as busy as that it would be on an afternoon, but it was Sunday morning. It's great. Yeah, pretty happy good, place eh? too when you go out there like everyone's happy to say hey how you going you know as you run past morning yeah. you know and um you don't I think get sometimes you have to say it just to say you know just to um yeah just to, just to sort of like gm gm up a bit something yeah. oh do i look cool enough but, yeah everyone, everyone's quite happy there yeah. though it's a it's a running community out there i reckon they're, they're yeah all i saw, happy saw to steve saying hello to the uh, girls running down the way in their little shorts yeah i saw you all the runners, all the like running groups, all give each other the bit of the night, a eh? like yeah. You sort of yeah. Give Actually, we bumped, we were we were in the when we the three of us ran through part of Bunya Forest with the car park, which is off Old Northern Road, 
there was a group of trail runners there waiting to go group waiting to go for a trail run and we ran sort of down the side of them settled low and so we don't know who any we don't we didn't see any sort of lots of people wearing the same top to go oh it's that group but if any of them are listening and they saw three guys one of them looked like a giant um then um that it was it was a us but yeah we'd like to know who you were let us check us out on instagram and send us a message it was um Good to see a big group. There's probably about about 15 people there, I think, in that group. There, there yeah, is a, there is a trail running group at, at Bunya. Might be called the Bunyaville Trail Runners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. It could have been. They them. didn't have they didn't have them shirts on though. No. They didn't. Uh, no. No, no, yeah. I don't know who they were, but yeah, obviously training for something if they're running out there. It's quite hilly. <laughs> yeah. But it'd be good to go and see some of the tracks. We do that on Saturday then. It'd be good to go yeah. and see some of the um tracks uh what it's like how it's drying up so with mm. the with the wind and the dry weather hopefully that um that'll help dry that out over the next six weeks but um i've just yeah. uh we had an email from shona who organizes brisbane trail ultra that they've got three alternate r- routes if uh southeast queensland water get um say look you're not getting a permit to run at all so i think yeah. they've got some alternates to to cool. do so yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. All right, that's pretty cool. So, um, how's your week, Steve? You had a pretty big week and a bit of a bit of a sickness during the week that you weren't feeling too good. So, how, how, let's recap yeah. that and tell us how you went. I had a strange week. Like it ended up being really productive, but I mean, anyone listening who's got kids, yeah, they just bring home every bug and sickness from <laughs> school and stuff. But my yeah. um. Like my whole house for the last two weeks, everyone's been sick and I've just managed to dodge it. Well, I thought I'd dodged it for as long as possible. But then, um, so so my week started on Monday, which was, um, I actually got it wrong. I had a rest, but it did actually say to run, but I just looked at the wrong date. <laughs> but um, So I had the rest, I had one rest day on Monday and then Tuesday I did my um, lostit.com loop around home. And um, I was just cruising, sort of like five minutes of K pace. And I, I, I remember just as I was leaving the house, I kind of had the chills, you know, like when you start yeah. to get sick, you get a bit of like the chills. And I was like, oh, it's just because it's cold. You're not sick. I'm telling yeah. myself I'm good. And hey, just then, briefly, um, what, what do you take that lostit.com? What is that? You've told me oh, yes. before, mate, obviously lostit.com, a few people, I know everyone like Lewis Purcell and people like that know, but what about the viewers? <laughs> like, what's it go? It's just a uh, lostit.com animal is like a legendary um, like trance record from the 90s. Like um, yeah. it was like a Paul Oakenfold anthem. And I don't know why, but I run that same loop so much. And one night I was running it and I just could not get that song out of my head. Yeah. I'll put the link to the song, to the YouTube oh, you video yeah, on in the, uh, in the show so you can understand it. But um, yeah, and then so I've just started naming it that ever since Lewis loves it. He does. <laughs> sometimes I run it backwards and yeah. 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 He's yeah. home at the moment. How far is it? It's 10K, 10K, like on the button. And I run it so much. It's like a horrible run. Like it's actually a horrible run. It's hilly. Yeah. It's a run around all the traffic. And yeah, but it's good because it's it just makes you mentally strong. 
but uh, yeah so i did that on the tuesday and i was kind of feeling like oh i got a little bit of like the chills and stuff and then wednesday i woke up and i was like oh no i'm sick so um yeah wednesday i was like crook and i had a session that i was supposed to do on wednesday and then i i had a chat to paul and i said look i'm sick but i'm i'm, I'm still gonna train but i might push all the harder shit to the end of the week and he said yeah just take it easy until you sort of feel up for it so wednesday i didn't run so by monday to wednesday i'd already had two rest days and then um thursday i did an hour easy and i was like like i felt like i was better again you know like but just still not 100 percent. and then um friday we went up the sunshine coast in the afternoon and uh i had a session that i was supposed to do five by five minutes with a two minute recovery jog and the five minutes were supposed to be at 5k goal pace, so like pr- pretty much flat out. And um, I went 5K through the 5k pace, yeah. Five, so, so you're like park run pace, basically. Yeah, so five oh, minutes at, at 5k <laughs> goal pace, like yeah, you know? and then um, two minutes yeah, jog. Yeah. And when we got up the Sunshine Coast, we were staying at um, my wife's sister's house because they were away, and yeah. um. I dropped everyone off and did a quick sort of like drive around. They live at Little Mountain, like that should say it all. <laughs> but they live at a place <laughs> called Little Mountain. And I did like a loop around the sort of housing estate where they, they live in it. It's all like acreage blocks, really wide roads, and they're just long and straight. And uh, I was like, sort of drove up the road and back, and I was like, yeah, this is me. This is dead flat. A little bit windy, yeah. but I'll be good. And uh, anyway, I did the first five-minute rep. went through the first wait, wait, so little mountain, little mountain is actually flat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, sort it's of. It's around the back where we used to live, isn't it, Steve? When yeah, I was yeah, up, yeah. It's um, opposite side of the, um, like the main road to where you used yeah. to live. Yeah. Sort yeah. of thing. And then, um, yeah. So the first K I went through in like three twenty six, and I was thinking, yeah, I'm, I'm good, I'm flying. And then, the next rep, basically, it was all like uphill, like not super steep but like just a long gradual incline and that just cooked me and then so i turned around and i did the third one going sort of down the the start of it started on the downhill and then it like worked its way to flat and i was feeling like knackered like I was so i just didn't feel good and then i started the fourth rep and i was like man i'm just gonna grind this out and keep getting progressively slower each rep so i just canned it i stopped during the start of the fourth rep and just jogged home and um yeah i was like a bit gutted about that because i was like man i thought i was over this sickness but obviously um yeah i was just a bit i was a bit pissed because i just really wanted to nail that 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 workout but anyway forgetting that sort of moving on then so saturday morning got up super early Shot up to Noosa to watch the uh, the Noosa Marathon and to watch my sister and my dad run. I ran like five k whilst I was up there. I'm um, just cheering people on and um, videoing people with the GoPro. Saw heaps of people that I haven't seen for ages. I bumped into Alex Anderson, who's a really good runner from Noosa, who I used to know from way back DJing and stuff. Uh, saw uh, Jake Townsend. Had a quick chat to him for a bit. Geez, he had a blinding run. What would he run? 116. Yeah, like Huge. just awesome. Two minute, um, two minute PB. Yeah. And he said he went through the actual half marathon split in 115, 50 something. 
but it was a bit yeah. long. He reckons the course yeah. was a bit long, and uh, yeah, and then so got back to Brisbane on Saturday afternoon. I run another seven k that night, and then Sunday was the group run. But I had like a like a marathon workout that I had to do, and um, Arvi from the Striders jumped in to help me with that because he's actually been crook too as well. And uh, he's sort of, he's had it a lot worse than me. He's been kind of out for two weeks. So he's just sort of working his way back to fitness. But yeah, so we did like an hour 50 easy. Um, actually, we did that with, it was Arvi, Matt Flannery, Glenn. I think that was it. Yeah, so we yeah. did like an hour 15 at like five minute Ks and then 45 minutes at 405s. And uh, I was a bit nervous about that because I've just not been feeling that great since I had that sort of head cold. But running that with Arvi, 405s, we were just chatting the whole way. Like it, I was so no. stoked when we finished it because I was like, oh, I'm, I'm feeling good again, you know? Like I was just, I was stoked <laughs> that we nailed it. And, yeah. uh, and then we ran the, the 10K after with, the, uh, with all the, the podcast community run guys. So that was that ended up being a 35k run in total. Yeah. So it was really good. I was watching Arvi run when we were uh, running together that first five of the 10k group run. Yeah, he's got some spring in his steps, eh? He's yeah. like taking he's like stride. He's totally different to everyone else in that whole group and he's like stepping way less than everyone. He's just like springy legs. I don't know what, what is it his is. Longer steps or shorter strides? A longer stride and it just looks like he's not even trying. He's the physio, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and and get this right. He's like super, super light anyway, because he runs like 120, 130K weeks consistently. But that sickness, because uh, he had like gastro, but with like a flu. And um, he, like <laughs> he's, he's, I think uh, he's also known as COVID. Yeah, but he had all the tests and <laughs> everything <laughs> like every symptoms covered in it but yeah so he's 55 kilos like when he's like normal normal weight and in that two weeks he lost seven kilos jesus like i just said to him mate like where did you lose seven kilos from he's like man that's yeah, well, how sick i was like i just couldn't keep any food down and nuts eh? yeah. are you guys are you guys maintaining weight i've weighed myself recently i lost two kilos for my size that's a big percentage but you guys what's your weigh now 85 for like yeah, six foot six, four and a half. Six foot five. I've actually lost a I'll lose a little bit, but I'm sort of sitting steady now, anywhere between 72 and 74. I did dip down to under 71 kilos after a run. But what's then your regular big, weight? What's what's your regular weight? Between 72 and 74, I vary. I can vary from one from the morning to the afternoon. What about you, Steve? You've you've bulked up on your um distance. Has that affected you much? I'm a I'm about the same weight as Nathan, really. I think if I was to have jumped on the scales after Sunday, I reckon I'd have dropped. I'd reckon I'd have been probably like kilos. 71 kilos or something. But I think I'm yeah. sort of sitting around 73 average. Last night before bed, I was 74 and a half kilos. I had a big big feed. I was, but but um, I have been trying to eat a little bit more. But um, I do have trouble just. Being up, just eat, eating more, um, eating enough, um, and that. So, and then you know, I got to take into account my blood sugar. I actually said to Till the other night, I said, "Well, oh, it would be nice just to just to see how I'd go if I wasn't diabetic." And I'd go, 
oh, I'm just going to eat that, eat this, eat that. And I probably would actually eat more because my sugar might be running okay. And I go, oh, well, if I go and eat now, I've got to inject. And then, and then I, it, I might mess my sugar up, could go a bit low, could go high, you know. So why upset the, the boat when yeah. and go, oh, it's okay, you know. And I would probably just go, oh, you know what? Oh, I'll eat that donut. Oh, I might have that chocolate bar. Or I might go and have this or, oh, sorry, I'll make myself a sandwich. When I go, oh, my sugar's okay. I just won't bother doing it. Yeah, which is what a nightmare, eh? Yeah, on a volume, what you what you eat is a lot. When when I say you're a diabetic, but what you actually eat is a lot. So during our run on the weekend, I didn't eat anything until I got back to the car. I had a muesli bar on the way home. I tell you, I had electrolytes and water. Yeah, I had electrolytes and water. Yeah, and I had like three gels. But you were eating constantly, and you go and practice for the ultra. Can I just jump in and tell you a little story here? Like when back when we were Thai boxing, right? Like to make the weight division that I used to fight at was 69.5 kilos. I would have to like, mate, my diet was like super strict. I couldn't eat anything bar salad. And if I even looked at anything that wasn't salad, I'd balloon two or three kilos up. Right. And one night we went training training at 74, 75. I was always sitting around 74, 75, like, and then sort of like trim right down the last couple of weeks. But we were like both training for the same show. And, um, I got home from training and I said, oh, I, I texted Nathan and said, oh man, I'm so hungry. Like I'm having to go to bed, hung, <laughs> starving, hungry. And Nathan was like, I've just had KFC. <laughs> and I was what, like, what weight division were you, Nathan? I, I used to fight uh, over here. It was classed as middleweight, 75 kilos. So I yeah. was, I'd always be walking around at so about 78 kilos. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then, um, I'd just cut the three kilos. I just, I wouldn't even worry about, I'd maybe cut a bit of food. I'd have steak with salad. And then I'd just go and sit in the sauna and I could know I could shout three kilos in the sauna in the afternoon and just turn up at the, I used to turn up at the way and eating a burger. <laughs> I've turned up with McDonald's before. When I fought Grant, actually, that uh, fight, I actually turned, I actually walked in with a, with a Macca's um, just to rub it in because I've made 75 kilos so easy. Oh, At the other end, Woolies like eating lettuce leaves and, and oh man, I'm leaves. looking like I've got bloody you know something wrong with yeah. me. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's weird, eh? Because like we're just running. Oh, it's not much more, but yeah, obviously, I don't know whether it's this just this time of year. I, I'm I eat, I eat so much and currently just don't know. I'm not really. Did you have breakfast before? Well, you've now you finished work. So you do night shift, so you finished work. Did you eat anything before, like after finishing work, and then coming to the run? No, I can't breakfast. do that. It affects my guts too much, and I just feel like I got to. Didn't crap have a breakfast, so I had my <laughs> apple, orange, banana, cup of coffee. You do that every I, day, right? Yeah, this before week. I got there. Yeah, and then yeah. I got to the run. Now on the run, I had a five hundred mil with about nearly forty grams of carbohydrate in that one, that five hundred mil, and a five hundred yeah. mil of water. I had two of those big cookies. I had. <laughs> um a banana i had you didn't want the jammy dodgers i was having the jammy dodgers they were good and then uh, you didn't want the fig roll little fig roll biscuit things and um uh, i don't know what else i chomped on i probably had, and then two gels as well so yeah. i was like yeah you know, and then i finished Nathan, that banana. <laughs> your carbon footprint was terrible on saturday you like had <laughs> packaging everywhere mate you completely filled a bin just by yourself i reckon <laughs> yeah Seriously, it all went home with me. Yeah, 
Well, yeah, yeah, but yeah, you, you, all right, hands but down. But when I say you, like, when the people, people, if you like, I just wanted to talk about uh, having breakfast before you go. If you're going a big run, if you're doing 10, 15 K, you can get away with not having breakfast or you're doing park yeah. run. But I reckon that if you're going to do at least, um, if you're going to do at least 20 K, um, then have breakfast because if you've been asleep, you, you didn't eat, say you ate about six, seven o'clock in the evening, you get up at four, five o'clock. That's like 10 hours of fasting. So imagine you have mm. breakfast at 6 a.m. and then you and then by don't eat anything till 4 p.m. in the afternoon. You'd be pretty starving, I reckon. So you've been asleep all night. The your liver can only store one to two hours worth of glycogen store. So glucose gets turned to glycogen in your for <clears> energy. Mm. So then when you go for a run, once you hit like over 15k, you've probably bur burnt up all that store but you've been asleep anyway using some of that store as well while mm. you're or even though you're asleep your body needs to function you're using up that energy so you're going to go for a run on an empty stomach or maybe like a cup of tea or whatever and no food it's um yeah like if you can get to practice trying to run with food in your gut you'd be surprised if the um i don't get any stitch issues whatsoever all the races yeah. i've done and you know like with the eating the food breakfast beforehand and food no no i'm similar to no. woolly i think we had a bit of discussion over the last few weeks when we've done those long runs out at um sandgate but i can't eat before i go i just feel yeah. like i gotta go to the crapper all the time but yeah I, mine's I'd more like if i eat within if i eat before like like within an hour like if i eat like say if i eat wait an hour and then go for a run, I'll probably be all right. But if I eat 45 minutes before I run, I'll be running for probably 20 minutes and then I'll start getting super lightheaded, start craving sugar. I just, <laughs> it's weird, but I just, I've been like it since I was a kid. I just can't do it. Yeah. It's all right. Mm -hmm. If I'm, if I'm running and eating, it doesn't do it to mm -hmm. me, but it's a really strange thing. But fruit, fruit, um, breaks down in your stomach really really quick um, yeah. and easily so like, that's why i think a lot of the um the ultras and that they actually have watermelon the and stuff there. bananas oranges mm. fruit because it just is easy for the body to digest it it's not like processed carbohydrates yeah we're gonna yeah. sit so you know if anyone wants to try it and practice it just try like um a, a banana and a, an orange or apple and a yeah, um, I'm really going to see if it gives you, gives you a bit of a boost. I'm really going to have to try to do that over the next eight weeks before the um, guzzler. Because, like, on what Saturday, what time's kickoff for that? 6 a.m.? Is that 6 a.m. start? I think CJ said 5.30. I, mean, I can't remember now. So you're going to, you're not going to, obviously, are you the night before? No, I'm not working. I, I've already asked for that off. So I'll be you sleeping. But for, so like, you get up for, and have breakfast. You might want to try some fruit or just try practicing yeah. down for a run, like our I runs like, with I fruit. like apples, so I'll definitely have an apple or something. But like on Saturday when we did that run, I ate at 5 p.m. on on Friday afternoon. I went to bed, got up, went to work. I don't eat at work because I, I, I don't know whether it's working with food. It I just puts me off eating. And then you get to the run on Saturday. I still haven't eaten since then. Um, I had a gel. Yeah, you made it. I don't know, but during the night, I took a liter of electrolytes. So I just sipped that the whole time. Every time I went in the cold room, I'd have a sip of that. So I had about a liter of electrolyte Jesus. Um, before the run. And then during the run, I had three gels and more electrolyte, which was just Gatorade. 
I, I forgot it. So I just end up buying a Powerade and put that into my flasks. Um, I don't know. So I run that whole run without eating from 5 p.m. without sort of. You must have been starving. Of, I don't know. If you imagine if I had breakfast this morning at seven o'clock, right? I had lunch with my doctors at 12 o'clock and um, I was actually starving. So I dug in and ate some of the, um, some of the, uh, like the Indian that I'd taken them. But I was absolutely, <laughs> if I come 12 o'clock, I was starving. starving. Don't get me wrong. After the run, I drove home and I've definitely made up for it with breakfast. Hey, no, I should, I should, oh yeah, I can't show you, but yeah, we wouldn't be able to show the people, but you should see how much breakfast I had when I got home. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. And just, uh, I, I had a couple of bits of bread with Vegemite, uh, with peanut butter and, um, and cheese. And then I had some Bickies and then I, while I'm doing that, I'm eating the Bickies, I pour on Nutri-Grain and then a about rum. a litre of you milk. Had a rum? I think you had a just, rum as well, didn't you say? <laughs> yeah there would have been a few after but yeah. I, I got when i got home like it would have probably been very similar time to you oh instead of going straight to the spa i just went i gotta eat <laughs> after everything i'd eaten i had um spaghetti on toast mate i nice. was like i was starving yeah, I, I ate straight away and then just went and relaxed in the spa yeah anyway so what are we going to talk about next the noosa results wow. Steve. that was a yeah, huge a event of a, marathon at the weekend yeah i'll give you a bit of a like a report on that because that is a, it's a big event, but it's a, you know, it's probably not as big as say Gold Coast, but. How many people do you reckon were in the full marathon? Oh, shit, I don't know. But there was thousands of people there. Like, and that was on Saturday, was it? That was on the Saturday. Yeah. So they had. The, and the half uh, is on Saturday as well. They had the 10K, half and the marathon. All on the same all, day. When, does the, the, same when day. does the half set off? Does that set off before the start of the full? Yeah, I think I got that wrong on on uh, Sunday, but I, I think I said that the half started first. I'm pretty sure that, that the marathon started and then the half That's was, first, yeah. I'm not, maybe 15 or half an hour behind, but it just actually made it's watching lapsed, a little bit. It? Yeah, it made it a bit confusing because there was people mm. cruising past and then people coming through behind them, hammering, mm. you know, super quick. And it was just... You sort of, you know, because you're looking out for people. Like I was trying to cheer the striders on that I could see and trying to look out for my dad. It, it made it a little bit hard to kind of gauge where they were going to be, like, because it was just sort of pace changes all over the place. But, um, man, awesome, awesome event. It was getting pretty hot towards the end of the marathon. Like you wouldn't have wanted to have been out there in that heat. But the half marathon guys just got it right. By the time they were sort of finishing, it was still pretty cool, like, the, the heat did definitely play a part in that those marathon times i reckon and, and the um the men's marathon was won by wayne spies who's a really good local athlete 228 he ran second was chris bracken in 235 kit edwards was third in 236 so second and third were pretty close you know would have been a good race and then the uh, the women's was won by Lee Fitzgerald in two hours 50. Uh, second place was um, Jess Willis in uh, 2.55. And third place was Roxanne Shatamasebi. <laughs> I probably pronounced that wrong. I'll say it fast. Shatamasebi, I think. But she was yeah. 2.57. So like even the women's were like, you know, 
really quick times, especially for those yep. conditions. But the the race of the, of the day was the half for me. Um, that was won by Kieran Perkins in one hour, four minutes and 42 seconds. Wow. Second place was Louis McAfee in one hour, four minutes, 51 seconds. And third place was Jared Clifford in one hour, four minutes and 56 seconds. Wasn't Kieran uh, Perkins a swimmer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's Aussie. Also Aussie a shit hot runner as well. <laughs> yeah. He's but a yeah, squad member. Yeah. 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 He's like just on, on fire. That's, but, that's fast, eh? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, they're all only you know, a few seconds apart. So it was a great race to watch. Like they, they ran together the whole <laughs> way. And it was just because it's a lapped course, you get to see them twice within, you know, we were, we yeah. were sort of near the finish. So they run around a roundabout. So you see them go past once, past again, and they just. Can, yeah. If you're a spectator, can you give um, an athlete a like gel or anything? Are you allowed to do that? Are they allowed to grab anything from a from like a spectator side of the i'm not sure like, i don't know about the elite that would work I mean, well for if you if you uh if um if it is if it's laps that's um that really helps being able to do that well, like say it's just say for example if one of us was running yeah we, we could, could have our own little, drink yeah mm. we could have our own little drinks table set table, up yeah. and then i could give it to you on your way past going on when you say going north and then when you're yeah. coming back south, I could just cross the road and give it to you. On yeah. the way. So yeah. it's really good for that sort of stuff. And um, but Jared Clifford, he's the uh, he's the Paralympian. I'm pretty sure he's got a couple yeah. of world records. Um, he's a medalist at the Olympics. He's um like I think it's called T2. He's like got bad eyesight. Yeah. Um, but man, like Legal, even just to see blind. him, yeah. yeah, to see him in the flesh because I've watched him on TV and that it was just awesome, man. And they're just just motoring. And then the, the women's was won by Lisa Waitman, who's also multiple Olympian. I think she's like 45 years old or 43 years old. Mother, you know, just awesome. She won the, the women's half in one hour, 10, 33. Jesus, that's flying. Oh, man, just, yeah, just awesome to watch. Like really, really cool. Um, second place was Vanessa Wilson in one hour, 16. 17 seconds third place was murphy rankin in one hour 16 41 seconds so same again super mm -hmm. close race second and third yeah, yeah like That's you wild. see lisa waitman she were um she was at the tokyo olympics running the marathon um just to see her in the flesh you know running straight past you it's pretty cool mm -hmm. like i suppose we've got to give a special mention to um tick woolly yeah, oh, that, that was on my notes here. Yeah, so there's two actually, two I want to give a, a special mention to. Remember Brian Wilder, Nathan, who won the Mount Glorious trail race? Yes, yeah, I've, like we've spoke about him on his parkrun results recently because he's just been on fire. But like he's in the 50 to 54 age group, right? He he came 14th overall in the half, he ran one hour 12 29. <sighs> At 52 like, years old. He's just, man, he's just on fire. He's obviously first in his mm -hmm. age group, but you know, he was like not far behind the, not far behind Lisa Waitman. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah, just awesome. And it's in, inspiring because, you know, he's older and he's doing really well. So, you know, the sky's the limit as long as you just put that training in. And also, must give a shout out to my dad, Jeremy Tick Woolley, 
He was uh, first in the 65 to 69 age group, ran one hour, 35, 49. And um, if you look at his splits on Strava. I was up 432, Yeah, he did nine Ks at exactly 432. And um, I mean, there there were some quicker, some slower, but like the majority of them were 432. It was just, yeah, missed the consistency there. And um, yeah, it was just really, really good to see. Really good um, event. Like the race precinct was unreal. Morton had a tent there, so I bought some Morton gear. Um, the like Alez Sports from Malulaba had a tent there. They had um, they had loads of gear, like cheap Asics um, running singlets, t-shirts. I bought a few things. If my wife hadn't have been with me, I'd have definitely grabbed a pair of her. They had the Alpha Flies for 250 bucks or something. But I was <laughs> definitely not doing that. Um wasn't gonna get away with doing that. But um yeah, just the whole event, man, it's just got me pumped up, you know. Awesome yeah. to see. Daniel O'Hara from the um from the relays earlier when we did the podcast relays out at the Nunda Crit yeah. Track. Sorry, yeah, I had his half marathon down next. Yeah. Good yeah, on you, Daniel. Run. Great run. Yeah, he PB'd. It's about a minute PB. Um, he run with your dad for about 18 Ks and he, he yeah. just couldn't hold on at the end. I think I think he said he only lost out by 20 or 30 seconds off him. So he held on. He just couldn't keep up that pace that your dad held at the end. Yeah. So he was one well done, Daniel. 35 he run. So still yeah. a bloody good run. Good run. So that was a minute PB for him. So that's great. And considering that he's pretty new to it as well, like he's just got so yeah. much more improvement to go. Yeah, well. And then, I mean, Sunday we did the the group run down at Sandgate and we had a really good turnout considering, um, you know, we pushed it back a week and the GC yeah, 50, was it GC 30 or 50 was on? 30. Down the Goldie, 30. GC yeah. 30, yeah. And so we had a yeah. good run with, um, oh, how many people do you reckon were there? Yeah. Uh, I think it was 12 or maybe more. 11, yeah, 12. Like I was yeah. thinking 10 to 15. Yeah, but um, yeah, we we were like uh, we set out with sort of two groups and uh, we had a chat to a few of the people live. And um, I'll just play a couple of them now. Righto, fellow Strider, Mr. Matthew Flannery. How you going, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Not too bad. How's the Gold Coast Marathon prep going? Yeah, um. Getting ready for Brizzy Half next week as a lead-up race, so we'll see how that goes. And then um, longest run of the program the week after, so what's that? Which will be a Striders uh, half marathon time trial at the end of a uh, 16k easy, so it'll be a 36. Oh, yeah. So, what did you do this morning? Um, today we did an hour 15 easy, and then 45 minutes at marathon pace, which for me is about 4.30. And that felt good. That's what me and Harvey did. Same thing. Yeah, we're doing the, uh, the group run. Not sure how long I'll last, but you guys for a bit. You guys disappeared pretty quickly though, compared to myself. A little bit quicker than me. I know, Great conditions down here this morning, eh? Yeah, so that was uh, Matthew Flannery. He's a fellow Striders member who's also uh, training for the Gold Coast Marathon. And, um, and uh, this next one is uh, Arvi from the Striders 
spoken about Avi a few times. I run the Noosa Bolt with him. And uh, he's a really good guy. He's just recovering from sickness, but um, just check out his little interview. Another strider. Avi Singh. Um, pretty, you haven't really been running that long, have you? How long have you been like running seriously for? Probably a year and a half. Before that, you just park running, eh? Yeah, park running. So you've gone from being sort of like a 20 minute park runner to now, what's the quickest park run you've done recently? Uh, 16.30, about a month ago. Yeah, I gave you a shout out on the show for yeah, that. Bloody impressive. And you pretty much, well, got to give a pat on the back to Chris. Chris Woolhand. Chris yes. Woolhand, he's your coach. Yeah. Follow everything he says, so it's pretty easy how, for me. How long has he been doing your training for? Uh, I would have been May 2020. And pretty much since then, <laughs> you've just been knocking minutes off everything, eh? Yeah, across the board. So it's pretty good. And you're obviously training for Gold Coast. Yeah, Gold Coast. What's, uh, what's the goal time? Uh, 2.48 is the goal time, but see how it goes. 2.48, wow. Mind you, you've done a quick half time recently, haven't you? Yeah, I did a, a road runner's half uh, last month. Just a high hour 16. Oh, awesome. Shit, so you're on fire. You've yeah. been a little bit sick though, haven't you? There's a bit of bug going around and yeah, a bit of flu. Yeah. We ended up gastro and flu, so I was off for essentially two weeks, so just getting back into it this week. So we've got still, what, six weeks, is it? I think five, five weeks, weeks today, maybe. Yeah, so you've got plenty of time. Yeah, it should be good. The rest might have done you good. Yeah, it's made my legs a little fresh, so it's good. Yeah. And we, we did two hours this morning. We did... Uh, an hour 15 at sort of like five minute k's and then 45 and just 405 pace which felt pretty good yeah it felt pretty comfortable i mean it would have felt comfortable for you it's conversation pace so which is nice yeah help me get through it yeah good good shit oh well good luck at the goldie mate yeah so you you get to know a little How bit about been running? oh not very long like a year and a half seriously but before that he wow. was doing park run and stuff but not really training yeah he's fast though yeah he's going for 248 at the gold coast yeah can you remember wow. his pb earlier in the year for that 10k was it it's was, it was fast 34 something i think yeah wow flying quick yeah and every time he does a race he seems to run a pb <laughs> yeah so a yeah. few of these boys from the striders they're doing the um the brisbane Mar uh, half is it next next week as a yeah. in a month out from the Gold Coast as a prep run and then they're doing the time trial with the striders. So they're all striders boys. That's that's a pretty good training program. They're all sticking to together, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And it just yeah. really helps with those long runs, having the, that group of people, I think. Yeah. To just yeah. it's just not so lonely, you know, not so boring. Yeah. Um, who else you got there, Steve? -O? You got Glenn Kidney, is it? another one running with us this morning got a pretty cool story probably get you on the podcast one week to talk about it more but uh he's an irish guy so you'll have to listen closely mr glenn kidney you're um prepping for goldie as well glenn? yes mate I'm trying to. what's the goal time um well last year i did I jumped in and did a marathon and I crapped up. I was very disappointed with it. Uh, ended up at 3.42. Yeah. And did an unbelievable half. 
time. Oh, yeah. My cat house was terrible. Like, I'm running and running. I think I'm from the sunny coast. I'm in terrible conditions again, and the same thing happened. And now it's a bit of a redemption, so. But that was about 42 degrees, wasn't it? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, for Gold Coast, it's definitely gone two times. And kind of get back to that original times that we originally wanted. This is about 315, 320. Hopefully, a bit better. Okay. Yeah, and like, for people who are listening, like to look at Glenn now, he looks like an athlete. But, what was it, only a couple of years ago or a year ago, you were, what, yeah. was, your, what was your, your heaviest? I got married two, uh, just over two years ago, and I used to be 104 kilos. Um, wouldn't even dream about doing a park run. And then we got our engagement photos done, and just absolutely hated the look on myself, so just decided to get into running and just uh, actually build up enough pace where it's comfortable to run in parkrun. Yep. So it took me a while. So I had a crack of parkrun and yeah, I just kept going with that and wanted to beat everyone. And uh, about 78 kilos now. So When did you join the Striders? Um, I only joined the Striders in October last year. And you've just improved like yeah, just kept rapidly. Yeah. But with all the transit guys from all the guys and the group, the community that you meet. Yeah, it's just amazing the advice you get. I know Peter Lewis gets dropped down, dropped a fair bit, but he has helped me a fair bit yeah. over the last year and a half. But anyway, great, great friends, so great, great new group of friends to Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've, you've run some pretty quick parkrun times recently as well. Yeah, mate. yeah my parkrun, I got, got a PB this year, um, 18 or 6, or 7, sorry. So that's a PB for me this year. So Considering yeah. only a little while ago, you're 100 and something kilos. 104 kilos, yeah. That's crazy. Oh, well done, mate. Excellent. Saved your life, probably. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was um, Glenn Kidney. He's a uh, pretty interesting guy. We'll, we'll get him on the show soon to um, have a chat about his sort of journey to, to like how fit he is now because he's just like a super fit bloke. And... Um, actually managed to have a quick chat to his brother on the day as well eddie oh, yeah. okay glenn's brother eddie also another irishman is here this morning not how long have you been running for mate oh i took it up maybe just was covid world and you couldn't do anything else yeah my brother got me off my butt and said come on you're with me we're doing a park run so here i am and you've got yourself in pretty good shape pretty quickly as well yes man I suppose, just, yeah, found something I like, I didn't think I'd enjoy doing, but yeah. I actually started doing, and, and you know, you take a lot of inspiration in, and advice and knowledge from the guys I've met through running, and yeah, just, just try to enjoy myself as much as I can. Yeah, and once you sort of get through that first, like, sort of couple of months, where you sort of learn to enjoy it, it just, yeah. it does get easier, hey? Yeah, that's right, and it's just... You know, I haven't made it all about just how fast I can go. Yeah. You know, watch me heart rate. Yeah. Watch me time. Yeah. And, yeah, and big thing for me is enjoy myself. Yeah. You know, and being fit and healthy. Fit and healthy. Yeah. And it's like sometimes in the morning you don't want to get out of bed, but I've never gone home and gone, oh, sugar, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. I was going home and gone, I'll better where I feel because I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. That's been huge for me. I always say to Brad, like, you know, if you get home of an afternoon and you're struggling, 
and you don't want to go out, just go and jog 2K. Yeah. Like something's better than nothing. That's right. And then usually when you do one, you can just find something to just keep going. You do. You do. Once yeah. you're up the road or track wherever you're on, you'll go from there. Yeah. Even on the five, six minutes. Have you got anything you're training for specifically? Yeah, I'm training for all course. Yeah. Uh, the full floor. Uh, yes. The first and probably the last. Yeah, yeah, well, me too. Oh, sorry, mate. Yeah, I'm the same, mate. I'm a... This is my first... Okay. First full marathon. And oh, really? I don't know if I'll do too many. Well, it's me. It's, uh, just a training with a young family. Yeah. Yesterday, yeah. I tried to get down to Cacarumba, the soccer, the netball, yeah. the day, everything else. Yeah. I was like, you know what? So the wife is lucky. Got some good support from the family. Yeah. 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 Back again for this, but I went back often. But definitely came to move more half marathons. Yeah. Yeah. Some pacing as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking I'd like to do a bit of that. To help you somewhere else out. Get back a little. Yeah, this has been a little, I'm the same with my wife, she runs as well, and this has been all about me, just, you know, getting all this training done, but after the Goldie, I'm definitely going to have a couple of weeks where I don't do much and let her yeah. kind of get stuck in, and, but that's the beauty of running, is like, if you're really short for time, you can always get out when the kids go to sleep, and as long as you can sort of get one group run in a week, yeah, it definitely helps. That. Well, I've been doing a lot of single run now, doing shift work here as well. Yeah, before I'm four up, so four four days mornings, four days afternoons. But you should run. only work six months a year. You should run as well. He's always running during the day. Yeah, he works nights. No, yeah, come down here. Come down here Friday. Yep. On seven, just run thirty. Just have music on. It's music on I like. Shit. Not bad. Big run. Again, it's just. It's meant to be. Yeah. Normally by yourself, so I think, but it's got to be done. Yeah. Yeah. Put the kids in, you know. I hope you come to all costs. I'm passing the finish line. Over the moon. Yeah. Oh, good luck, mate. Hope you have a good one. Thanks very much. Good luck to you too, eh? Thank you. So, yeah, like another um, another guy who's kind of turned his life around and, and got his health and everything back on track through running. So good on him. It's really good to see. Just a quick mention with Glenn. I think uh, on the weekend he mentioned that was his very first 100 plus K week. So oh, running legend. Um, on a build to his um, marathon in the uh, at the GC, he's he said he's been waiting for it to happen. I think he had a win at Warner Lakes Park Run too on Saturday. So that's a that's a good win. And then with a big week of 100 Ks in his legs, I think he finally had a rest day today. <laughs> He's been running non-stop for like 14 or 15 days. But yeah, his first 100K. So, and I think I think the total is around about 105, 106K. So, well done. Legend. Yeah, and yep. he's been winning Warner Lakes. And that's a tough park run too. It is. Yeah, you've got a bit of a climb on the each lap yeah. that you do there. Yeah, he's run some pretty quick times there too. Yeah. And then this is uh, Daniel O'Hara, who um, you've probably heard us speak about before. Down here at Decker Park with Daniel O'Hara, the super sub for the Team Relays a few weeks back. How are you going, Daniel? Yeah, good. Fra- um, Fraser's not here this morning, so I'm covering for him again. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Um, big run yesterday, mate. You did the half marathon um, up at Noosa. What, what was your time and how did, how did that go? Uh, it was a uh, one hour 36, 35, so that's uh, 
a solid PB for me. By how much? I'll buy about a minute. Well, and, and, and come and along today for a 10k. <laughs> 10k recovery. 10, 10, no, 10k pa- stretch, you reckon? Pace, pace. Oh, I needed it this morning, but yeah. uh, you know, I had to give it everything yesterday. I was trying to catch Tick Woolly, yeah, and um, no success there. Yeah, the guy's a machine. Yeah. So yeah. Not far off though. 20 seconds, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah very, but, very good. But um, no, pretty happy with the run yesterday. Um, you got a big running lineup this year. You've got a few things on. List yeah. off, go through the list and let everyone know uh, what your plans are and goals. You want so to achieve. this weekend coming, uh, doing the half marathon at Brisbane. Yeah, Noosa was the taper, right? <laughs> 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 so that's going to be a bit of a struggle. And then um, I think it's uh, Gold Coast half and then Sunshine Coast half. And try and finish the year off, I think, um, with the um, bridge to Brisbane 10k, 10K. so you all out flog yourself that, that one after these halves <laughs> I reckon that you'll have a very quick 10k in your legs after these um, longer distance runs Toby's coming <laughs> but, um, yeah so that's pretty cool yeah. Um, well, well done anyway on yesterday Thank you. PB Thank I'm, you, I'm yeah. sure you'll get and one more PB by the end of this year hopefully yeah well I've got the park run PB and now this year and I've got the half marathon PB so I've got to aim for a 10k PB and no. Um, no marathons this year. So rumour has it you did your parkrun PB in a, a dirty old pair of New Balance <laughs> that apparently have no pace and are used for long runs. Um, and a little bird told me you bought a pair of carbon shoes just recently. Yeah. So what's the plan with those? Well, I, I worked on the theory that if I can get under 20 minutes of parkrun, then I can justify buying a pair of super shoes. Yep. So I've got a pair of Brooks Hyperion Elites, which... I wasn't planning on busting out for a few weeks, but it looks like I'll have to try them out of Brisbane because the old New Balance haven't handled this rainy weather particularly well. Getting a bit sloppy, mate. Oh, they were all over the shop yesterday at, uh, and heap of blisters after the half, so it's uh, time for another change of shoes. I'll keep an eye on you, Daniel, and in a, in a few months' time, we'll see how your parkrun times are going once it gets cool and you start wearing these super shoes. Get the go-fast pedal going. That's it. All right, mate. Got to beat you, Steve. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers, mate. Thanks for coming today, Dan. All right. Thanks, Steve. Should we say, um, like, well done for his um, PB at the half and that? Yeah, well done, mate. He's uh, that's a big effort, eh? Um, a minute off your PB from a year ago. He's he's finally got the super shoes, Steve. So he's been running around in bloody sloppy, bloody long distance shoes and got a sub twenty PB. I think he got the second fastest split at our um uh the, the relay in those same yeah. shoes and now he's finally I think he got the Hyperion Elite, the Brooks Hyperion Elite ah. shoes. Super shoe with the carbon. They got a I think they got three quarter carbon plate. Um just be something interesting away from Nike and Salconi and whatever else to see how they go. But Daniel's gonna smash out a, a few quick park runs, I think, in the future. Did did he wear them at the half? No, he's only just bought them. So, uh, yeah, I was going to say, because I didn't think to... he had, like, new shoes on there. No, no, he, he only got them and run 5K in them, so he wasn't prepared to go and destroy himself in um, a pair of shoes that he's never wore before. So, yeah, um, good, But I think, I'm not idea. sure he's giving them a go. He's got, um, I think he's got the, uh, what's the next one next week? The Brisbane Half Marathon on next yep. week. So I'm not sure what he's doing there. He might be wearing them then. Not sure. See how the week goes. He's going to try and get a few extra runs in them. But yeah, big things for him. He's never running them, so if they're giving you that three or four percent extra pace, then you should be in the low nineteens. Yeah. If he, he got a, you know, nineteen forty park run or something, whatever it was. So 
big things for him in the future. Yeah. And we had one more guy we interviewed, Chris Curtis. Yep. And, uh, he's got a bit of a story. Yeah, he's got probably the best story of all. So uh, we're here at Decker Park for the group podcast run today. Uh, here we have Chris Curtis from... Uh, normally he's at the North Lakes Park Run um, group, but he's home Park Run Zoomia, is it? Yeah, Zoomia. Closest. Mate, yeah. What's your PB for Park Run, Chris, and what are you chasing? Uh, so PB for Park Run is 21.02. Yep. Um, and the current goal is to get under under 21 at the moment. So yeah, I've come close a couple of times, so just got to push myself a bit harder. Yep. So. Um, any runs that you've done this year you'd like to talk about? Yeah, so most recent one, apart from Parkrun, of course, I did the, uh, the Run Army, which was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, that, was, uh, that was the inaugural um, Run Army in Brisbane. So yeah. I think they've got it in a couple of other states. But How'd you um, go that, for that? What time? So that one was a 48.06 for the 10K. Nice. Um, and yeah, very, very hilly up and down. Yeah, but, back, back um, for that one again next year. Yeah, for sure. That's a yeah. huge, um, um, they do a lot of fundraising for um, uh, the wealth of health and the wealth of the bloody army return service. Yeah, right? the veterans and yeah. stuff like that. And um, yeah, it's a really good cause to, to put towards. To, um, and it was only about, oh, it was probably about $40 uh, entry fee for that one, too. Yeah, I spoke nice. to you earlier on the run about doing Jetty to Jetty this year. Yeah, what's so, the goal time? Goal time. So one hour fifty for the half marathon. That's good. It's, eh? it's actually my first half marathon too. Yeah, so you did, be, oh, you did a ten k last year. And what'd you do that in? Uh, that was oh, I had set a goal to get under fifty minutes for that, and yep. I got forty nine fifty nine. So yes, one second. <laughs> I was I was right on it. The pace the pace really helped me for that one. Okay, so. and last question. Um, your go to shoe for any run that you want to run fast. What do you, what's the what's the go? Yeah, so I use the vapor flies. Um, if nice. I'm running on concrete, just yep. and park run and stuff like that. And oh, these these are the the Nike uh, Invincible yep. um, Zoom, and they they're good for good for training. They're quite a heavy shoe but yeah they got a probably the softest foam in them of any of the nikes so yeah um, they're quite supportive for my my big legs so cool and, I, and i'm six foot four and a half chris is six foot six we just discussed yeah. what size shoe are you so these are a 14 so yeah, yeah. yeah. generally the, in the nikes I, I wear a 14 so yeah. big shoe yeah big shoe and yeah if I, yeah i find a 13s kind of my okay. toes touch the tip of them so yeah so you've had a bit of a weight loss um in the past for this run journey that you're on and you lost a fair bit of weight you want to tell everyone yeah so i used to be uh massively overweight i weighed uh, at my heaviest i weighed 214.8 kilos yeah um i was quite a big boy um so you're nearly half that now yeah so i'm down to I'm down to 113 at the moment. Wow, 100 kilos. Yeah, and I got I got down to 106, and yeah, I just yeah I was a bit found a bit too light, so I ended up putting a few kilos back on. But yeah, that was all through just uh, diet and exercise. There's no yeah no uh, surgery or anything like that. Just just hard work and eating eating well and doing doing things right. And the tennis be... tennis and running really helped with it. So oh, that's gonna be way better for your health, mate. That's, congratulations. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, cool. Well, that's um, that's a few minutes with Chris. Anyway, thank you. Thanks, guys. Fuck, man, that's awesome. I don't know about you guys, but Chris makes me feel small. Oh, he's, he, he's, he's massive. In yeah. statue, he's, he's just a, I don't know, I'm only an inch or something smaller than him. But yeah, he just, I just look at him and go, wow, he just makes me feel short and small. What, uh, he's what a, do you reckon his height would be? I think he said he's 6'6", six, six and I'm 6'4 and a half. So with shoes on, I'm roughly his height, but with shoes on, he's even bigger again. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. But um, body size is just 
different he's a his body frame size you know what i mean so it's yeah. like like a bodybuilder that's the same size as you he's got a huge frame chris is huge and then and then to find out that he used to weigh that weight and lose 105 kilos yeah. i couldn't imagine carrying myself around at 85 kilos so it's a huge it's a huge plus to his health just to be able to lose that weight and maintain it now with his running he's back playing tennis again um and he has goals he's you know he's 10k pbs now that um the run army the one that he did for the um in brisbane there at 48 minutes so and prior to that is jetty jetty 10k last year was <laughs> i think it was 49 59 so he'd made it by one second his goal was 50 minutes so yeah. he cracked it by one second and he just followed the pace of the whole way so that's a amazing story this year he's doing his first half marathon he hasn't run any sort of distances to get to that point yet so i'm assuming over the next how many weeks is that till jetty jetty seven weeks i'm, I'm assuming he's going to throw in a few long runs i might join him on a few and see how he goes and, and also i'm going to try to help him crack the 21 minutes at park run at north lakes too he's 2102 21 is his pb he could quite easily do it i think oh, as a big as a big Especially guy he's so, coming into he's so winter too yeah, he's so mobile too. Yeah, he moves well for like a big unit. Yeah, out of the blocks, he's way faster than me. Um, I don't have that speed, but he can do like 350s for the first two Ks, but it just fatigues, I think. And that's that's due to size. Like I'm the same. If I go too hard, I'm fatigued late in the run, but um, it'd be good to see him tick all those boxes off this year and get a 10K PB, which he's already done get the 21k run in and also a fast you know sub 21 park run this year that's pretty amazing yeah what a legend awesome. you'll have a talk to him later and see if we can post a picture of the before and after just so people can see it's a massive yeah. difference and yeah and he's he sh- huge he, he showed us a photo whilst we were having the coffees and stuff afterwards and it's unrecognizable eh? like just it's yeah. massive yeah I don't know. It's hard to sort of imagine that sort of journey to lose that. And he did it through um, just trying to be a bit fitter and exercise and just eating right. So it's, it's to lose yeah. 105 kilos is huge. Yeah. He's done it all the right way too, you know, just yeah, losing it slowly and no stupid crash diets. and Yeah. And he feels great. He's like running the best he's run. He feels great. Um, and that's massive to him being in that position now um it's got to be way better for his health as well so he's a good friend i talk to him quite regularly and i had no idea till the weekend that that was how his life has been um there's a bit of an eye opener which i chatted with my wife about too so pretty cool yeah everyone's got a really cool story to tell eh? yep just need the platform for it yep (laughs) oh man all right that'll do us we've um been going on a while but thanks for thanks for everyone for coming to the um to the group run it was excellent we're going to do another one again in a couple of months time maybe late july early august we'll look at it yep after everyone gets these big events out of the way um try and organize something so everyone can just have a relaxing easy 10k run somewhere yeah awesome all right mate oh well nathan's already clocked out anyone still listening (laughs) he's out of here but (laughs) Me and Steve will catch you next week and hopefully have the infamous wax 
and Fraser Barden, a.k.a. Mr. Beachfront, will be rejoining us as well. All right. Jeez. See ya. See ya.